You're listening to the Go For Growth Podcast with Doug Hall. Hello, everybody. This is Doug Hall, the host of podcast Go For Growth with Doug Hall. And today I have a special guest. Dan Cashel is the founder of Breakthrough3x and the host of his own podcast, Growth to Freedom. And he's coming to us today from the Phoenix area. And I'm excited to have Dan with us today. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Doug, it's a pleasure to be with you, my friend. And uh, I know we were talking before the show, talking about kind of our connections. And obviously, you're working with great people with Steve and and, uh, Mark and Gino Wickman and uh, caring forward and helping others implement. So it's awesome to be with you to share that message. Excellent. Thank you. So uh, as I normally like to do, Dan, let's start a little bit with your backstory. How'd you get here? What's your mission, cause, or purpose, and uh, help the folks kind of put you in context. Awesome. Well, sh- short version, I mean, your show and, and your, your, your value system is built on go for growth, right? Yep. And if I had to, you know, sum up my career, it's very similar. It's hyper growth. It's hyper learning. It's, uh, you know, I, I got started at a young age. My sister introduced me to direct response marketing. I worked in a company while I was in college. I thought my way out of, uh, of the city, I grew up in the inner city of Detroit, Southwest Detroit, near Southwestern High School. I thought baseball was going to be the way out. It didn't quite work out. Uh, during the summers, I worked at this direct marketing company, and I got fascinated, Doug, by human psychology, as it turns out, right? Why people make decisions, why they buy stuff, why they don't. And I, I was very fortunate and blessed to work with this direct response company. It was pretty large at the time. Direct mail was the, the number one source, but we are also doing TV ads, radio ads, uh, and more. And I was able to cut my teeth and learn all aspects of the business. And uh, at 22, when I got done with college, I started my very first company where we would go out and help uh, health club owners, uh, fitness club owners who were struggling to generate clients. And we went in with a very unique proposition and helped them grow and scale. And, and uh, so that was my first company. After a couple of years, it didn't quite work out due to some, you know, because I wasn't very good at business. I was good at like the tactical things. And, uh, and I, you know, started learning that you need a different skill set to be a business owner than a tactician. And uh, fast forward to today, I've now had 11 plus companies. Uh, three of those 11 companies, uh, Doug, I had to bury in the backyard. <laughs> so I've got mm, soil yeah, t-shirt, it happened. Right? Yep. And then I've had a handful of the companies, you know, a handful of them did seven figures, a couple did eight figures. I've been able to buy companies, sell companies. And, uh, you know, it's been an incredible privilege now of late. I get to work, you know, with people who are, you know, at a place where, you know, they feel like they're sitting on gold with their business, but maybe just haven't been able to turn it into that high profit, high growth business they were expecting. Or maybe they've tried other things, or maybe they feel like they're the best kept secret uh, in the market. What I do is I help people get unstuck, see the blind spots, connect the dots uh, to reduce suffering and get out of overwhelm so they can optimize and grow their business, grow their sales, grow their leads, grow their profitability. I've been so blessed and fortunate to work with some amazing uh, leaders out there, you know, people like Joe Polish, Genius Network, Vern Harnish and Daniel Marcos, uh, Mike Aguilero, Janet Atwood, Chris. I mean, the list goes on and on of our Dean Graziosi of people we've been able to go into their business, isolate and identify what are their key assets that are not being leveraged, and then help them leverage them. And, And many times we double and triple growth in, you know, pretty short order. Uh, 
you know, collaborating and helping them build in new systems and bridging that gap. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. We get to work with some amazing, as you know, I mean, because you do some very similar things with Go for Growth in your business, is you get to work with some amazing people. Our values are real simple. I mean, we have three main core values in our business. Uh, number one is hyper growth. Like I, not only for me, I mean, that's who I am. I've invested millions of dollars in myself, education, training courses, consulting, um, coaching programs over the years. So I'm a lifelong learner and have been since, you know, I can ever remember since my dad introduced me to personal development at about nine years old. So hyper growth is one of our number one values. Number two is teamwork. Teamwork being, you know, having a collaborative approach. We don't all have, you know, there's no one person who has all the answers or is always right. There's a lot of ways to be right. So having a spirit of collaborative uh, inclusion, both with our clients, but also our team has, has been a, a great uh asset and a key value of what we do. So teamwork is our second one. The third is looking at how do we have a bigger contribution, right? I've been blessed because of building companies that have done hundreds of millions of dollars and being able to exit those companies and, and so on. I'm like, I didn't realize I was in a unicorn, Doug. You know, there's a lot of coaches in the world, right? From business yep. coaches to, uh, you know, personal development coaches, life coaches, et cetera. I, I didn't realize this till literally like, like maybe two years ago that I'm one of like a handful in the world that has ever built a coaching business that was able to sell it and exit it, right? We had built that business, mm. a coaching business up to 25 million a year. And I was able to sell it to a large company out of New York that was, you know, doing over a hundred million a year. I believe they'd done close to a billion dollars. And, you know, I was able to be acquired by that company and, you know, it created a lot of opportunities. I, I just kind of figured everybody was able to build a coaching business and then exit and sell it and so on. And so it takes a different, and now I realize how rare that is. And so my mission today is really about helping entrepreneurs reduce suffering to set up the system so they can get out of the day-to-day, -day, get out of the business. And they can have their cake and eat it too, meaning they can have a great business, but they can also have a great life. This idea that you have to give up everything, that you have to sacrifice your family, sacrifice your kids. I mean, I've done that. I, one of my early mistakes, I went that route, and I just wanted a better way, and I think there's a better way. And uh, so we're, we're out helping entrepreneurs get out of that overwhelm, reduce suffering, and build great businesses that if they choose to exit, they can, but more importantly, it's about giving them freedom. And that's one of the reasons our podcast is called Growth to Freedom Too. Perfect. So uh, you've had both the personal experience and you've observed dozens, if not hundreds of uh, client cases. So, so tell us about one or two common themes when entrepreneurs get that business rolling and they kind of paint themselves into that corner of a great biz, but not such a great life. You got me thinking there. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about a couple of things. I'm going to share uh, history. My son is, is uh, now he just turned 12 a week ago at the time of, of this session. And, um, you know, he's into Little League football. And so okay. we have found there's five P's, right, that you want to have in place to build a championship team, which they've now won two city championships. And these same five P's, I've also reviewed and assessed over 4,200 companies in the last six years, right, uh, financials, right, right uh, you know, all kinds of different aspects of the business. And we found that these five P's not only play true to building a championship Little League football team, but these same five P's apply to whether you're going to have a successful, scalable, enjoyable business. And so, so I think I'll start there. So the number one mistake most people have, and I'll start with the biggest mistakes, Doug, and then I'll okay. flip it and share a couple insights for each one time permitting 
on each one. And if people want to go deeper, we can get them access to some other resources. But the first mistake most people make is they don't have a great plan. Like, so let's look at Little League football. Most youth football teams that come together, youth sports teams or leagues come together, and, you know, they just kind of bring people together. They don't really have a plan. Well, the coaching staff of my son's team, you know, they have a playbook and they have this wrist playbook where, you know, they have like, I don't know, 20 plays on their wrist. But then they're adding new plays, subtracting new plays, adding nuances through the year that it's not a one-size-fits-all type of model, right? They're, they have practice. They don't just show up on game day, right? They, they practice during the week, like they do two practices a week, right? And then on top yep. of that, my son, who's a quarterback uh, for, for his team, we do film study one day a week, right, to review, like, wow. what he did well in the last game, you know, you know, reviewing his technique, his throwing, you know, form. And then we occasionally will also bring the team together to do film study so they can also see, like, what did they do well, whether it's offense, defense, or otherwise, right? So a plan. Mm -hmm. Most businesses don't really truly commit to not just having a plan today, but having a plan weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annually, right? Part of what you teach, right? right? Which, you know, go for growth with the EOS system. It's about taking like a three-year, five-year kind of vision and kind of packaging it down into quarterly and then weekly chunks. Well, that same planning process works in great sports teams like there's preseason in sports and then there's the regular season right but in business sometimes we just show up on game day every day and our team shows up on game day and there's we don't have the time to have a preseason uh you know game time and then like some decompression time to review what had worked what didn't work so planning really really quick so let's flip this to business the number one mistake plan right when's the last mm -hmm. time as you're listening right now or you're watching and there We've identified six key areas, but I just want to talk about one. Like, as you're watching or listening right now, if you had to evaluate your marketing as a business on it and rate it, one to ten, ten being great, as great as it could be, where would you rate it as you're listening right now? Think about that. Now, you don't have to answer verbally, but just think about it. Maybe write that number down. Well, what's missing that would it take it to a ten? Well, let me give you a couple thoughts on that. Number one, have you really taken the time to develop a marketing plan blueprint? Now, this doesn't take you investing three, four, five, seven days to come up with a market. You can sit down in an afternoon and, you know, Doug, if you want, we can make a couple resources available. But if you want to That'd get access to a marketing, marketing plan blueprint template, we will give that to you, right? I've had companies like our high-paying clients I mentioned a little bit earlier invested 25, 30, 60, 100,000, 200,000. Our top client we've worked with has invested over 900 grand. This same tool we use with them. Right? It's the same tool that can work with you. Right? So your marketing plan blueprint. Now, you might go, oh, well, I've done that before. Okay, well, when's the last time you did it? Have you done it every six months to a year? Or are you doing it like, are you still in a, a plan that's three years old, five years old? That's number one. Number two is, have you gone beyond the avatar? Because right? there are a lot of companies who teach a very good, powerful process called the avatar exercise. Our version, we believe, it goes beyond the avatar. Right? So that's one side. Another one. Like today, most people are going, okay, well, I, I want to develop leads from traffic that isn't relying on just referrals, right? So if you want to yep. go beyond referral marketing, well, what do you have to do? Well, you have to get pay, uh, prepared first. Like maybe you go, well, Dan, I've hired agencies before. I've hired Facebook experts. I've hired traffic experts, and I tried it, and it didn't really work for me. I didn't get a good return. Well, part of the challenge is you probably didn't have a good plan to prepare for running paid traffic. And I see this time, you know, like 99 out of 100 people I talk to, 
they're just a little bit ignorant. That's not their fault. They just haven't been trained in this way of operating to develop online leads or sales. So now they're instead of delegating something, right, Doug? You see this probably all the time in different ways. Instead of delegating, what are they doing? They're abdicating. They're just counting on this expert to know everything. And you know, the fact is, you as the owner of the business have to take responsibility. Now we have a template for that of how to prepare for paid traffic. Again, we'll we'll make some links available. Doug and I will work it out that we can get you access to a couple of these. But those yeah. two tools in and of themselves, if you take the time, and there's more, because there's hiring, there's you know, there's leadership things, there's actually building a, a you know, Cameron Harold version of building a vivid vision for your business and others. Yep. But if you you know, that the old Allstate commercial goes, if you don't uh, plan to fail if you if you don't if you fail the plan you're planning to fail. So, right, I did, we just covered two very big, and there's probably another three, four, five, six key things of planning that you can do that if you do it, like if you use Doug's system with, you know, what they do, they teach it, go for growth in his business, you're going to be immensely prepared to have more success than your competition. You'll eat your competition alive in many cases. So, so anyway, that's the first P. That's, and it's also the first awesome. mistake most football teams. The so second P and I'll probably fast forward just a couple of these for sake of time, Doug, so you help me. Yeah, that'd be good, Doug. Uh, yeah, the second mistake most businesses make and most youth football teams make that are striving to win championships is they don't have people in the right position and or the positioning in the marketplace. So you've got to position yourself in the marketplace. So ask yourself this as you're listening, right? Are you positioned as the definitive authority in the marketplace? Like, let's give a quick uh, visual example. Like, if you have in your wallet, you pull out a wallet, and you've got bills in your wallet, right, different assortment of bills. Well, let's say I've got a dollar bill and whatever, a $100. Like, if we put a $1 bill and a $100 bill side by side or put them on top of each other, what's fascinating about a $1 bill and a $100 bill is they actually are the exact same weight. They're both printed on the exact same color paper or same color ink, Right. Yep. And they are the same weight, the same color ink. There's only one unique factor of a $1 bill and a $100 bill that makes it unique. And it's the message on the paper. That's positioning. How are you positioned in your marketplace? Are you positioned more as a $100 bill, a $1,000 bill, a million dollar value? Or are you just taking anybody and everybody, right? So positioning. Same thing in sports. How is the team positioned? Like, there's certain things that you can do to have, A, you got to have the right people in the right position. That's one fact. You get the right people on the right bus. But two, you've got to be positioned properly as a team. You got to have a quarterback. You got to have receivers. You got to be, et cetera. So, how are you positioned in your marketplace? The third mistake that most companies make, and I'm fast forwarding through these, is packaging. How are you packaged in the marketplace, right? What's the packaging, right? So, for example, Let's say we're going back to the five things that make a successful uh, championship football team. Again, the same things that make a successful championship business. Packaging, per se, let's say the kids show up at game time. You know, the game is at 12 noon and they show up at, well, 11.59 and a half. Versus the team who showed up an hour early, they're in full uniform, they're going through, uh, you know, kind of certain types of warm-ups, rituals, building good habits, good practicing, right? There's a difference, right? The, that's packaging. How are you packaged? How is your team packaged, right? If you're looking at, let's go to marketing since I use marketing. How can you package your marketing better? Again, going beyond the idea of an avatar exercise. So we, we call it, and I'm going fairly quick, Doug. Um, so there's a couple key pieces, like four key pieces to better packaging. So number one is you want to think about your unique uh, message. 
or I'm sorry, your 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 unique method as a business, right? Yep. Um, is one factor. You want to have a unique. Mar- Let's start with the market. Like, have you gotten clear? This might even be a very basic marketing plan blueprint you can start today and be reiterating all the time. And each of your products actually fits into this category. It's not a one-size-fits-all model. So what is your unique market? That's number one. What is your unique message in the market? What is your unique method in the market? And then what is your unique process for how you deliver that outcome, that result? So if you go to those four layers of your business and you start really working, you communicate this, you start training your team to communicate it, in simplicity, because that's what this does, you suddenly have the ability to attract more referrals. Why? Because people are hearing the same message consistently throughout your team, and also other people will start ranting. So let me give a real-life example. One of our clients was uh, Joe Polish and Genius Network. And so Joe had gotten very clear on his unique market, right? His unique market are entrepreneurs doing at least a million dollars a year, right? Who also are big on coming from a place of contribution right? Wanting to contribute, not takers, they're givers, right? Yep. His unique market, his unique message, reduce suffering for entrepreneurs. That's part of his unique message. He's got some other things, but that's at a core one of, one of the key pieces, reduce suffering for entrepreneurs. His unique, so we've got unique market, we've got unique message. Now, what's his unique method? His unique method, he calls genius networking, right? Genius networking is bringing smart people together to collaborate and contribute and help each other at the end of the day. So that's, he calls it, it also happens to be the name of his, his process, which is called Genius Network, which is the highest level mastermind in the world, or at least it had been, and now it's evolved into some other things where he's got hundreds and hundreds of members. He attracts people to the annual event he does, but it started with a core of those simple things. So as you're listening right now, what could you do to package up so you're very clear? Notice none of those were longer than a sentence. They were very simple. Right. right. Here's another real life example of packaging for your business. Um, I'll use another industry outside of like coaching. So let's look at a high, probably one of the most highly commoditized businesses industries in the world today. Um, and, and so it's it's the coffee bit. I'm not going to mention the name yet, but I'm going to give you the blueprint. And then at the end, see if you can guess who this is. And if you know him, great. If you don't, you'll be fascinated by the story. But his unique market for this coffee company are fitness enthusiasts who love coffee. Who knew there was a market for fitness enthusiasts yeah, who really. love coffee? So he had ever done it. No one had ever done it. Now people are kind of copycatting him, but that's his unique market. His unique message, get fit drinking coffee. That's simple. Get fit drinking coffee. Now, who knew you could actually get fit while you drank coffee and articulate it, right? So that's his unique message. His unique method is called bulletproof coffee. Bulletproof coffee. Now, he's on a run rate to do well over $100 million this year and maybe more, right? But his unique yep. process is also called Bulletproof, which is now evolved in some other personal development programs. Uh, oh, I actually mixed that up. His unique method is actually, how does he accomplish this? His, his method is adding grass-fed butter to coffee. Right. Now, others have done this years before, but he was the one who kind of coined it. Dan Sullivan, a strategic coach who I, I believe we're kind of tied in with in one way or another, Doug, he says, yes, if you name the game, if you name the game, you own the game. He named it. Others had done it, but he named right. it, adding grass-fed butter. So now he's kind of gotten credit for kind of being a at least an instigator, if not an initiator, if not the creator of it at this point, right? Which then led to his unique process, which is called bulletproof, right? And now evolved to bulletproof through. So again, as you're listening right now, for you, 
this mini marketing plan blueprint I just gave you, imagine how powerful your business would be if you got clear on your unique market, your unique message, your unique method, and your unique process. Now, I, I can share a couple of examples where when we worked with clients, so I mentioned Joe Polish, when Joe and Genius Network got really clear on these couple things, and it wasn't as formal as this. It kind of evolved out of some different things that we had done over time, but it's mm -hmm. business true, right? Another client I'm working with right now, we got them very clear. They work in the stem cell industry, fascinating technology, uh, new technology. You know, he was kind of known as a, a, a done-for-you kind of service for doctors in medical mm -hmm. fields. We, we moved them and moved them into these areas and got clear on his unique market, his unique method. His unique process became something called the patient infusion method. He mm. named it. He owns it. His business has tripled since we started working together, right? So what could happen for you if you got clear going beyond normal avatar things? We took this. It would come back to this episode that Doug is going to make available to you. Grab a pen. Grab a piece of paper. Come back. Because I can share with you. I've seen clients. I've had clients come up, oh, my God, I listened to a message about you sharing that four layers approach to building my uh, packaging, and it's changed my business. I've doubled. And I, we never even worked together, and still they were there able to get it. What does it mean for you? What will it do for you if you apply this? It's simple. Notice the simplicity in all of these that I've shared ideally. You hear one sentence really describing each. Is that repeatable? Yep. That's critical if you want to scale a business. It's repeatable. Your clients will repeat it. Your team can repeat it. You can repeat it. Now you don't, you don't have to be the one that your sales, your business growth is predicated just on you anymore. It's predicated more on, like, we'll call this a process, a system. So that's the third step is packaging. Uh, we don't have time for the fourth and fifth, but I'll just name them. The biggest mistake championship put, football teams make, just like businesses, uh, in the assessment we had of over 4,200 companies. So we've got, oh, let me just, because I go kind of quick, so let me go back to the beginning. We've got uh, your starting point is your plan, like the different planning segments. You've got your positioning. You've got your packaging. That leads to promoting, which is really now actively marketing, uh, advertising, et cetera, of your business. We don't have time to go into those uh, strategies, but that is the fourth P. The fifth P is process, building process around this so it can be replicatable. Uh, we call this a 3D approach. What is a 3D approach? It's different than probably you've ever heard before in business. It's number one, you got to document something. Number two, you got to duplicate it, right? Replicate it, duplicate it. Third is now you got to delegate. So it's document, duplicate, delegate. When you can get a process in place, especially around marketing or sales, it becomes the ultimate leverage tool. You know, great promoting, great processes. You know, if you do it right, like we work with clients right now. We helped a client recently, Doug, where we help them package up a message to a certain client base they wanted to market to and advertise to. We focused on less than 200 people. We put a direct mail package together, sent it out to 200 people, generated for this client $200,000 in revenue, right? Wow. wasn't about trying to go to everybody and be all things no. to everybody. It was getting very selective. And, you know, there's a, uh, an idea with this, which is also tied in with the other factors, which is niche down to scale up. Clarity and yeah. messaging to the right single group of people is far more important than trying to be everything to everybody. So uh, so the five P's, again, just to go through, and again, for sake of time, if you want to go deeper, I'm sure Doug can give you access to some links or resources. Uh, yep. where I'm those posted. Yeah, so it's first P is your plan. Your second P is your packaging or your positioning. Your third P is the uh, uh, packaging. Fourth P is your promoting. Your fifth P is the process. And then all of those tied together. When you get the five P's right, what does that lead to? It leads to profit and progress. 
right? Because just as you get to a point, like regardless of where you're at as a business right now, let's say you get to, you know, a million dollar business. What got you to a million dollars is not going to be the same thing that gets you to three. So this will evolve and you'll have a new plan. You'll have a new positioning, new pa or re revised packaging, positioning, uh, promoting uh, opportunities, and also the pro uh, progress profitability or process and then pro progress and profitability. So ideally, take action with this. Take the time to think about your five Ps. And as a simple exercise, just identify, like, how do you feel your plan is in marketing? in sales, in leadership, in hiring, in, in um, productivity for you and your team, right? So rate it one to 10 and identify what's missing. And if I were to give you advice as you're listening right now, likely start with, if you're not in a million plus business at 30% profit, start with marketing and then probably sales pretty close behind. Those two areas can be huge game changers for you uh, at that level. Number two, is identify your 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 positioning in the marketplace. What if you're not at a 10, one to 10? If you evaluate it, one low, high, 10 high, and you're not at a level 10, what would have to happen for you to get positioning as an authority? What could you do? Could you go out and do what Doug's doing and create a podcast with world class leaders, world class experts, or talk to Doug about teaming up and figuring out how to do that, right? Or get on shows, or get a book out there, or or start running education based. Uh, webinars, education-based events, uh, online or offline, what, what are some of the stepping points that you could do immediately to change the authority and position? Packaging, what could you do to package you up better, right? What could you do for the uh, fourth P, which is the promoting, right? What promotions could you get in place beyond referral marketing? Go beyond just one-on-one. -on -one. What could you do to get to a place of group group opportunities? One to many. One to many can change the game. We've seen it time and time again. Uh, and then the fifth P is your your process around these kind of things. So how are your processes? One to ten. What could you, what has to happen to improve those? Get these five P's in place. It will certainly lead to greater growth, greater opportunity, greater impact, the ability to have a bigger reach. You know, one of the clients we're working with was what I love about what we do today, Doug, is when we help clients put some of these things in place, is they get freedom from the business while their business grows and it gives them the chance to focus on you know some of their other kind of passions and projects but still ties into their business like for me i'm grateful i get to spend four days a week with my son playing you know, who plays football and so we practice on monday wednesday we have film night on thursdays or fridays and then game days on saturday i get to be actively engaged i haven't missed uh, a game i rarely have missed practices in two years and it's because of having a great business. It's not, no, nobody's business is perfect, but by having these five Ps, it just it does create the right opportunities. One of our clients, you know, one of his passion projects, he built up a, his core business to a very good rate for what he wanted and what he had identified he wanted. And he's now, you know, really pursuing a passion project, which is helping solve addiction in the world. Like talk about like, like one of the biggest missions in the world. This is someone yeah, solving that's addiction huge. in the world. Right. And so, uh, so, so many great things can come out of it when you can truly get free from the day to day, get out of the business, get, you know, off, off the computer and off the desk, so to speak, to get, get out there and, and make that bigger impact. So anyway, I went probably a little longer than you're normally used to, but hopefully this is some great value no, no. for you listening and also your listener stuff. Tremendous stuff, Dan. Tremendous. I mean, you're, you've been in the trenches yourself and with dozens of clients, if not more. 
think about the typical situation where you see an entrepreneur with a pretty successful business and they're completely wrapped around the axle with the business. What got them there and what's the first change that they can implement to kind of free themselves? What's the first key to unlock, the first lock? I mean, there's many locks that we bind ourselves to the business. But what's the first one or two keys to, un to unlocking? I like to use Socratic uh, methodologies, which sure. are questions. Like the power of questions, I think, unlocks most of us, right? So it would be twofold. Ask a better question. So in a case like if you're, if you're listening right now and you're feeling stuck or you're feeling blocked, okay, so let's ask the question. What is getting in the way of you getting to that next level right now? What is really good? And, and speak the truth. You know, Dan Sullivan, I love the quote he has, which is, uh, the first progress starts by telling the truth. So what is getting in the way, right? And be brutally honest about it. It might be you. As you're listening. I know for me, for a few of my businesses that especially failed, and many times even now, I'm my biggest enemy. Like, I'm my biggest bottleneck, right? So, so just speak the truth about it, right? And identify what is the bottleneck that's it's keeping me back, right? Um, or holding me back. Or what, it, what is it that is limiting you from getting to, to where you want to go. So that's number one. Number two, now once you've identified, okay, well, what has to happen to solve this today? Which is another question. What has to happen to solve this today? Now, here's the reality when you ask these two questions. They're pretty simple. But now implementing them is like the magic trick. Like so many yep. people have great ideas and then we get stuck. So let me go back to my son's football team. And how this team has won two city championships in, you know, just a few months. It didn't happen because these kids were all on their own. What did they have? They have coaches, right? My son, who's chosen to take the step of being a quarterback, well, I can give my son some advice, and I do. But we got, him a, we got him a quarterback coach who could guide him, who had experience playing high school and college football, right? So he's getting advanced. Yep. So I encourage you to take the same, especially as it relates to where the rubber meets the road, which is implementing. And guess what? Where do you want to go to get support? Just depending. You know, connect with Doug. He's an implementation expert. Get with Doug. Talk to Doug about how his team might help you implement it. For some reason, Doug's not a fit. Then just go find somebody who fits your need, who fits the thing that, you know, like if you need help with like marketing implementation, well, that might be a little different. Right. If you need help with hiring implementation, that might be a little different, but it might not. Right. So the key is, is get like when I played sports, I kind of brought this up. I was fortunate, Doug, to play. Uh, I think I learned to me the two greatest personal development platforms ever in the world are sports and business, because we learn more in a couple months about ourselves as a human dealing with success, dealing with failure than we do in years and years and years of other opportunities. And so they're like hyper chambers of, of growth, which is what I love. And so when I was playing sport, I played uh, college baseball. I played uh, semi-pro baseball. Then I coached a college uh, summer all-star team. And what I knew about baseball is even in baseball, you know, I had a hitting coach. I had a base running coach. I had a fielding coach. There was a pitching coach. There was a third base coach, a first base coach, right? You had to train a uh, trainer, right? We had like six mm -hmm. coaches to play one sport. Yet so many of us try to take this DIY approach to business and life. Well, what would happen for you? And I think people ask me sometimes, though, they go like, what would you say has been like your greatest, you know, transformation? It's, I guess, being dumb enough or smart enough to believe I didn't understood that I didn't have all the answers. And I would go out and get advice from people who were. And I would then 
work with them to implement it. <laughs> right? I wanted to go Perfect. beyond ideas to implementation. So as you're listening right now, ask a better question. Ask the questions. And it only takes one. One great question can solve a thousand problems. Can it? Think about that. You've done this before as you're listening yeah. right now. You know it. Yep. Just ask yep. a better question. If you can't come up with a question, then get someone who can help you facilitate the questions, right, the one, two, or three key question, because you don't need 400 questions. You just need one or two that are the right questions. And then go find someone who can help you implement, like a Doug or some others, depending on what your needs are in your business. So those would be a couple things, Doug, that from my experience I would highly Perfect. recommend and have used myself uh, over the years. So I think a lot of our listeners are, are building a growing business, and they're maybe hitting the ceiling of leadership or management. And I'm wondering from your both experience directly and helping clients, what's a, what's a good tip or two to, to help these entrepreneurs bust through the ceiling of uh, leadership and management? How can they be better leaders, better managers? Better leaders and managers. So there's a couple, there's 360 degrees to this, and I probably covered just a couple, right? That's so fair. realize that, as you're thinking about becoming a better leader, right, or a better manager or a better business owner, right, a better team builder, right, whatever that means or, or however you're, as you're listening, however that shows up for you, right? Again, if you go at it alone, you're going to have a very microscopic view. But if you do, get yourself and surround yourself with others. It's amazing how fast you can shrink the, the learning curve, right? And so whenever possible, what I like to do and what I've seen work and I know it's taught everywhere these days is, you know, uh, you're the sum total of the five people you hang out with. Yeah, right? that's what everybody says. So, so I would encourage you as you're listening right now, if you want to become a better leader, get around better leaders. If you want to be a better manager, get around the better. If you want to be a better entrepreneur, be around entrepreneur. And these are all different by the way, capabilities, right? An yep. entrepreneur, especially the creative entrepreneur, is very different than a business owner. And a business owner is different than, say, a franchise owner. A franchise owner is different than a leader, is different than a manager. They have universal similarities, right? So identify where you're at, like which one are you. Another thing to do is which one do you want to be? And then go find three to five people. One, one of the early, if I could share a story, uh, Doug, one of my I think the greatest gifts I had, I I, uh, I met a Nightingale Conant, which if you're listening, you probably have never heard of Nightingale Conant because they don't really exist anymore the way it did when I was younger. But they were a personal development line. Think about Audible for personal development back in the 1980s, right, and 1990s, and even, even the 2000s, early 2000s. And so Nightingale Conan had a lot of very successful experts and speakers. And these were people that I, you know, I was purchasing programs and then, you know, mentoring with uh, way back in the 19, early 1990s. And one of the experts I got a chance to meet because my ex-wife's grandmother worked for one of these experts who I had grown an affinity to listening to his stuff. His name was Michael Wickett. And he, taught, he was a leadership expert and also relationship expert. And I met Michael, and we met at Renaissance, uh, what was then called the Renaissance Center in in the inner city of Detroit in an event. And I had lunch with him, and we or breakfast with him. And I sat down and I said, "Hey, like, if you were me, I was just kind of getting started in the, in the publishing side of my business." And I said, "Like, if I was going to build out a publishing business, who would you 
recommend I learn from? I mean, you're like one of the most successful publishers, authors in the world. Who would you learn, spend your time learning from today? And he literally gave me five names to learn from. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that over the course of the next 20 years plus, because it's now I've been, been at this almost 30 years, Doug, I have invested hundreds of thousands of dollars to learn from those five key people. And so as you're listening right now, I encourage you, if you want to be a better leader, right, just go find the people who have followings, not just talking about it, but are doing it in areas you want to do it in. And uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Again, I encourage you, if you're part of Doug's tribe, find out the resources Doug has available. I imagine he would be like Michael. If he were not a fit for you, he'd go, here are three or five key people that you can and should learn from. And that would Absolutely. be an incredible I know for me, I was, uh, I want to think I was 24 when Michael gave me that advice. I would say besides my dad and his introduction to personal development to me when I was nine years old, this would have been the, probably the, one of the greatest gifts anybody had ever given uh, to somebody that I would hope someone would share with me one day. Uh, and I would hope that if you're listening right now, you would be hungry that someone would share it with you too. Right. And the key there, Dan, is you asked the question and you got That's right. the answer. You asked. That's right. <laughs> so yep. often we don't ask. So. That's right. You got to be curious. Hopefully you're fascinated about life and, you know, don't lose that childlike enthusiasm like my son. Yeah. He's like always asking, well, why should I, why should I read this defender on this play? Why should I read this, this one on that one? Right. Yep. Um, ask ask questions, have that childlike enthusiasm to be inquisitive, curious, and, and lifelong learner. Yeah. So you have shared a treasure trove of, of goodies with us today. So let's, let's kind of get some stuff into the show notes here on where folks can most efficiently get a hold of you, your information, kind of follow you, learn from you beyond this podcast. So what's, what's the number one stop on the internet they should go to? Yeah, if you want to find out what we're up to and get connected to see where we can help each other, you can go to uh, Breakthrough3x.com. Um, okay. You know, we've got some easy info there that you can just, you know, submit a request, have a, a follow-up, you know, either online conversation or a phone conversation. Um, the second one is if, if you're, you know, if your business is at a million plus and you're really wanting to scale to that next level, then we can set up a strategy call and you can go to breakthroughstrategycall.com. Uh, we don't have one size fits all type of programs. Ours are more geared for the individual because we found much like do it yourself, which I know Doug is a proponent that if do it yourself works so well, why are so many people struggling? Right. Um, yeah. Similarly, we feel that about custom, custom uh, one size fits all approaches. So if you want to have a, a conversation, something here resonates or connects with you, you want to you know, find out how we might be able to help you double or triple your growth with less stress, uh, with less overwhelm, reduce some of the suffering around it, and create a business that you're free of. So it gives you the ability to you know, spend more time on some of the things that you're passionate about or love or, or work more on your business instead of in it. Then go to BreakthroughStrategyCall.com, BreakthroughStrategyCall.com, and then Another resource you can check out, we have an ongoing education uh, platform that we rotate education-based uh, webinars pretty regularly, and you can get connected there at uh, championbusinessblueprint.com. That's championbusinessblueprint.com. And then one last one, uh, if your business is, you know, you're kind of just getting rolling, getting started, or you're fascinated by learning, a lifelong learner, you want to, you know, 
look at going to the next, much like what Doug has created with his Go for Growth uh, show. Uh, you can check out our podcast where we literally now have over 250 hours of insights, wisdom, strategy from the top experts in the world around business building and business growth strategies. And you can go check that out at growththefreedom.com. Uh, growth to freedom. And again, I imagine Doug will put all those links in the yep. uh, in the show notes to make it easy. So there you go. We will. We will. That's awesome stuff, Dan. Thanks for providing those different layers of information. Uh, you have been an amazing resource today, and that's part of what I bring is resources to CEOs. So thanks for doing that for me. Absolutely. And thanks for the links. And folks, take note of what Dan shared with you. This is gold today, and I want you to study those nuggets, and I want to hear some success stories. So Dan Cashel, thanks again. You're welcome. Thank you, Doug. The Go for Growth podcast is sponsored by Resources for CEOs. We help overworked business owners take back control of their time, build a team-driven company, and multiply profits. Get your free copy of How to Get What You Want from Your Business at resourcesforceos.com slash guide.